It's episode 47 of Leading Ladies Corpus Christi, and I'm sitting across from the founder, okay, I want to get this right, Corpus Christi Maternal Mental Health Coalition. Yes. Okay, <laughs> yes, I, was, I need to make sure I get this right, and you're, I mean, you're the founder and you're the executive director, yes. and I'm talking about Liz Perez. Welcome. Hello. Thank you so much for coming. <laughs> Yay, so thank first you things me. first, I haven't gotten to take a shot with a guest in a while, so I'm Woo! very excited. To Liz. Yes. Oh my God. Thank you so much for doing that with me. You know what? I needed that. (laughs) Good. Well, I'm glad I could assist. I'm not going to chase that with my tea yet. Well, if you need water, there's some right here. Oh, I'm good. I don't mind sharing. Okay, so this whole, I feel like, where have you been in terms of (laughs) what it is that you're doing right now? Because you haven't been around for very long, right? No, no, no. We've, um, so I started it in January of 2017. Okay. I was... 20 weeks pregnant. <laughs> I was halfway through my last pregnancy. Whoa! And wait, and this is what, like your third? Uh, my Our third. Okay, yes. okay. So, you know, um, I guess would have, I would have to start back. Like, we lived in San Antonio. So, my husband and I are from here. Okay. We're from Corpus. Okay. Born and raised. But we left for a couple of years because my husband's job transferred him to San Antonio. Mm-hmm. We lived there. For a couple of years, while we were there, I found out I was pregnant. Okay. With our third. Well, about, I don't know, so I found out I was pregnant like in August, and then by like November, my husband got a job offer to come mm. back to Corpus. Wow. And it Did was... Did y'all think that was going to happen, or were you We really convinced? didn't. We weren't... We, you were going to stay in San Antonio. We really were. We were... We were like, you know, thinking that's where we... I had found an amazing OB-GYN... I was like, this is great. I had prepared myself for San Antonio and my husband and I had both just sort of mentally prepared ourselves to stay that San Antonio was going to be our new home. Mm -hmm. But the job offer that my husband got was just, it was really, it was, my husband, it was too hard to pass up. And I knew my husband really wanted to take it. So I said, okay, we'll go ahead and prepare to move back to Corpus. But it was, it was such, it, we had to move in such a rush because my husband had to be oh my ready God. to work That's at the so start of the That's so stressful to me, especially with you being pregnant <laughs> and taking care of two kids and then having to move cities. I know it's not far, but it just seems stressful. It, it is. It's really, it's really stressful. And then because I didn't have much time to house hunt, you know, we really didn't even have a place to move into but luckily we have family so we moved in with my parents oh and that's perfect it was it was really good and it gave us that time to mm-hmm. find for me to properly house hunt and it just you know it before moving back I w- already had concerns I had gone through I had gone undiagnosed with postpartum depression with the first wow I was diagnosed nine months postpartum with postpartum depression after our second was born so I already wanted to get ahead of it. Yes. Well, prior to moving, of course, I, you know, asked and like my trusted, most trusted friends and family, like, hey, I'm looking for a good OB-GYN. So right away I was able to nail down a really great OB-GYN. But I was concerned because up there I was able to find a support group. Mm-hmm. Well, nothing like that exists in Corpus. <laughs> so the... Literally, we moved on New Year's Eve, going into 2017, and that Monday, because I think we moved on like a Saturday, between a Saturday and Sunday, on that Monday, I started making phone calls. Mm -hmm. I started with, I can't remember, I think I started with like Nancy Graves at La Leche League. Um, oh, good call. I wouldn't even know where to start. Well, you know, it just... No, I, that's a good I one. I kind of had to grasp at whatever was yes. what I could find. And the reason I gravitated towards Atletia League is because with my first, I knew what had what had triggered my depression was um, my lack of being able to breastfeed, you know? And so I figured who better to ask because I know I'm not the only woman who had, Absolutely you know, not. So I, I called Nancy. She was great. She was amazing. And she, even she didn't know, but she was giving me a few leads mm-hmm. to go to. So, well, you probably made her think like, huh, 
this is some info we should probably have. Or there, there should be some sort of entity in place. Right. Wow. So then here I am and I'm, I'm like making phone calls while my kids are napping and I'm calling all these places and nobody has a support group focused on mothers. So, you know, I'm thinking, well, I can't really find anybody at all. And um, I can't remember if it was before or after my meeting with Peggy Benavides over with uh, Kosovo and Wallace Foundation. I'm pretty sure it was, I'm pretty sure it was before. So before, when I went through all the resources that I could find and there was no nothing turning up, I told my husband, I said, either I'm gonna have to do this myself or I'm just gonna have to wait around and then, and then just figure out what to do if, you know, it arises after, you know, yes. my, my, the birth of our child. But I mean, think about that. So not only are you, you just moved back to Corpus, <laughs> you're pregnant with your third kid, which yeah. means you have two other kids that are looking after you uh -huh. and you kind of know that you need to act quickly mm -hmm. because once this baby's born, you're going to need, you know, yeah. support. And, and now you're thinking about taking this on. Something that doesn't even exist Right. Yet. So I told my Props husband. Props to you, man. Seriously. <laughs> well, you know, I kind of got tired. I kind of got tired of just by the wayside. One of the things in general that my husband and I decided, and I told my husband, I said, listen, we're, if we're going to be moving back to Corpus, I'm not going to be ping-ponging back and forth all over Texas. I said, if we're going to move back to Corpus, we need to decide that that's where we're going to be mm -hmm. because I'm not moving with children. Moving with young children is a pain in the ass. Girl, and I'm moving just normally <laughs> with yourself is a pain. So I can't even so, imagine like having kids in tow. I told him if this is what we're going to, if this is what we're going to do, if we're going to be Corpus Christians and we're going to go back home and be these, uh, you know, I said, then we need to act like it because the one thing that I always hate, and I will say this, I have no shame, is people who live here, who've lived here for the, all of their lives, and all they do is complain. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> so I told him, listen, if we're going to move back to Corpus, then we're going to do things that instead of complaining, but we're always going to complain. The yeah. streets, when you hit a pothole, I, I curse the world, and I tell the city I'm going <laughs> to sue them if my tire blows out. You know, but... <clears throat> At the end of the day, I want to make a difference. Yes. So that was one of the driving factors of me doing this because I said, why do I want to sit around and wait? You know, I did end up meeting with Peggy, a woman by the name of Peggy Benavides who runs the PPI program, which is postpartum intervention, I believe. Okay. Um, out of Coastman Wellness Foundation. They have, they have a, a, project called Project Hug. They work a lot with um, like uh, women that go through like drug abuse, mm -hmm. rehabilitation and things like that. Um, but uh, I met with her and the, her team was wonderful. But I remember one of the things that stuck with me once I really solidified the idea of doing this was that she said, we've been wanting to do this, but it's so low on their list of priorities. And, and at first, you could probably take that as, man, why isn't it? Yes. But when you, one of the things I quickly learned when you are publicly funded by, you know, the state or federal grants, you have to abide by their Absolutely. limitations. Yes. So, like the shareholders. Right. I have to feel you. It's, you know, so you can't really fault them for not having the resources to, to, to do it, you know? Yes. Um, but I thought, well, you know what? That's actually, it's kind of like... <laughs> It's kind of like, you know, like a double-edged sword because on one hand, we're not funded and it's 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 a struggle, you know? Yeah, but I'd the... like for everybody to hear that again. <laughs> they are not funded. But on the other hand, being not funded by a state or federal entity gives us the freedom to do the things that we want to do. And trust me, we have some real lofty goals, girl. And, you know, with... I love hearing they're, that. They're, they're, of course, we're planning... Accordingly, it's, you know, a slow and steady race. It's not a marathon. So, you know, we have these, you know, five to ten year goals. But our cornerstone will always be our support group. Yes. Our support group will always, always remain. But, yeah, I mean, it was just it was just that. At 20 weeks pregnant, I decided I'm going to do this. So I, I did it. I We had our first support group in July. So I was about three months postpartum. 
Wow. And and even that's a story in and of itself. Yes. It almost didn't happen. I want to hear it. Yeah, because, I mean, how do you do that? You're trying to kind of make this happen. You're also taking care of yourself, taking care of your family. You have a kid. And, I mean, yeah. So how did you go about it? Because with your third child, Mm -hmm. you did have the postpartum. Well, um, so here's here's the thing. One time I got interviewed by The Bend, and they did a wonderful little little section for us, and it was great. And I remember the interviewer asking me, how I did, you know, she Mm. was like, well, how did you do after your third? And I said, actually, I did great, but I don't know if it's because I didn't have it or because I had a support group to go to every month. Isn't that interesting? (laughs) So I did really great. I'm just happy that it worked out the way it did. I did really great. You know, it was, um, I remember right after I had her in, I had her in April I had another surgery in May, and by June, I was trying to, like, hit the ground running. Yes. So I found a friend, thankfully, who owned a business and let me do their my meetings in their lobby area. Oh, awesome. So we start, I started planning it. Um, somebody from the Caller Times caught wind of it. Um, we had a story run in the paper. It was also on their, across their social media. It couldn't have been the best. I mean, there could have been a better thing to happen yes to help like getting start, that out there yeah you know and so i i the you know uh they they it was it was set to come out i didn't really know when our first meeting was on july 22nd which was a saturday our our meetings used to be on saturday mornings mm-hmm. my husband started going out of town um for work um about about mid-may so, um, you know, so leading up to the meeting, I knew he wasn't going to, he wasn't going to be there, you mm-hmm. know? Um, <clears throat> but the Tuesday before the meeting, I got a phone call and, uh, it was from my husband's boss and my husband had had a severe heat stroke when they were working near Lolling. Oh my God. What the heck? So, so my husband nearly died. Actually, he did. He he did really, but they were able to bring him back. He, he was taken to Lulling. They flew him to Austin, and I. My dad raced me up there. My husband was in a coma, and then like miraculously came out of it without even like without anything. His him, he didn't have any liver damage. He didn't, I mean, he didn't have any lasting yes. liver damage or kidney damage. Wow. And um, his like core temperature had gotten up to 107. Yeah, that it is was, fatal. It was horrible. And so I remember I was with my husband at the hospital on like Thursday when the story came out in the Caller Times. And um, Rachel Denny Clow, mm-hmm. who is a photographer who runs who's like the photographer queen. I love her. She's amazing. <laughs> um, she, she messaged me and she said, Hey Liz, are, is like the meeting still happening? Yeah. You know? And by that time my husband was like alert and everything. And I conferred with him and I said, you know, I don't have to, mm-hmm. we can push it. Mm-hmm. And he said, no, 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 go ahead and go. So on Friday evening, I left him at the hospital in Austin in Austin with my dad my dad stayed my dad and um I came into Corpus I drove into Corpus on Saturday morning had our very first support group meeting which was awesome and then as soon as it was done I made sure my babies were good and my mom was okay and headed back up to Austin that is insanity so you just had like a crazy ass like what do you, what would you even say? I don't like, even know. I Like, 2017 was, like, the first, the literal first half of 2017 was, like, supremely crazy. First, we're moving, yes. you know, then I'm starting this thing. While at the tail end of my pregnancy, I found out I had uh, growth on my thyroid. I'd have my thyroid out in May. I had a, I mean, it was just, it was it, completely yes. crazy. Yes. You know, newborn, my husband nearly dying. It was just nuts. And I couldn't have, like even predicted these kinds of trials were going to come, but... And yet, you still started (laughs) this very much needed support group Mm -hmm. and org that's now, you know, helping out others. I mean, think about that, you know? Like, even through all of this, you still strive for that. I mean, you've got to admit, it had... It was supposed to happen. Yeah, it it was. And, you know, I can talk about the... I, I can talk about the organization with anybody. I can talk your ear off about it. And every conversation that I have with anybody... 
even like even like a, a male doctor in a completely unrelated field, you know, uh, other than, you know, out of the OBGYNs, when I talked to him about it, he was like, oh my God, that is so needed here. And, it's huge. and everybody sees the need. Mm -hmm. And yet, mm -hmm. we until we came along, there was no organization focused on it. Right. And you mm -hmm. can't help wondering, like, well, how much longer are people going to be like, oh yeah, we need that, but, you know. Funding says it's not a priority. Exactly. Or, well, you know, whatever. Well, you know, crazy. you never know. But we're here now. Yes. So, I mean, it's it's been an amazing ride. The first, well, you know, 2017 was basically set up, getting the, the support group kicked off. When and so did you just put it, I mean, I know that the Color Times and the bin picked it up. Mm -hmm. But did you put it out on social media like, hey, this is, you know, we're going to start these meetings, you know, those moms. Does it only, do you aim for those who are actually going through postpartum or can it be women who are pregnant or all of the above? Yeah, it, all, all of the above. So um, one of the things that, um, one of the things that we do also aim is to educate and to inform. So. Um, most of the time, the most common thing that we hear about is postpartum depression. Mm -hmm. Whenever you think about it, you always think postpartum depression. Yes. But, um, one of the very first things I learned while on this journey of, you know, of creating this is that, um, really it's all encompassing. So perinatal mood and anxiety disorders, perinatal encompasses pregnancy and postpartum. Okay. So... Um, a lot of the times women don't realize that they're getting some of these symptoms even during pregnancy. Mm -hmm. So you can definitely start picking up anxiety, depression, OCD during your pregnancy. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of women also dis forget about PTSD. You know, you can get PTSD if you have a traumatic birth experience, Absolutely. you know, um, if if you, you know, if your baby experiences, you know, any kind of trauma or, um, and this is all under our umbrella, Yes, you know? And so we definitely encourage ladies who are pregnant and who start to see these signs, or even if they're pregnant and they want to get ahead of it because they mm -hmm. experienced it before. So pregnancy, postpartum, and, and also when you think about postpartum, postpartum is defined up to a year I saw that so you know there's really no timeline that's a thing is there's no timeline so even though you know you're like two months postpartum and you feel great that could change yes you know and it's absolutely okay so that's one of the things that we you know we we strive to convey to women is that it's okay, what you're feeling is valid. Yes. And you're not alone, and it's temporary. Mm -hmm. it, you're not fixed as this, you know, sometimes it can get so deep that you almost lose your, like, yourself. Yes. And um, we want to remind ladies who are going through that at that time that it's, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not always going to be like no, that. No, I love that you're you're emphasizing that because when you're going through something like that, um, luckily I didn't experience postpartum, but I've just had bouts of depression mm -hmm. kind of thing, and it just feels endless and like it's just never ever gonna end. Yeah. And then and then it does. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's just I love that y'all really emphasize that because sometimes that's that's what people need to hear. You know. Yeah. And also, it like none of it makes you a bad mom. Yes. So oh my you... God. Thank you. <laughs> So yes. if you, you are feeling some of these symptoms, a huge, huge thing, and it was actually a theme of last year's Maternal Mental Health Awareness Week. Which was, was the first first one for you? It was the first one for us yes. to participate in. Yes. Um, was no shame, you know, because it's not shameful. It's okay. You know, it doesn't make you a bad mom. If you're having these feelings, it's natural. It's okay. You know, it doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you. Mm -hmm. um, of course, we always encourage our ladies to seek help, talk to your, your professional, you know, uh, whether it's your primary care physician, if you're early enough postpartum that you can bring it up to your OB-GYN, um, or seek a counselor, you know, seek an LPC. We actually have, and we are growing constantly, our list of local resources. Oh my gosh, know? I love it. So we, we really just want ladies to know they're not alone. It's okay. There's a light at the end of the tunnel. That's, 
the gist of. <laughs> yeah, well, no, and, and all those are so, so important because mm-hmm. um, I've only had one kid, but I remember I didn't read any baby books, but something that I was very much wanting to know more about was postpartum. So I watched this documentary on Netflix, kind of freaked myself out, <laughs> but it was important for me to know. Mm-hmm. And, and it's st- the reason why it has become gotten to the level it has with women being untreated and stuff like that is because we put the pressure on ourselves to be the perfect mom Mm -hmm. who can do it all kind of thing. Yeah. And so for you guys to really, you know, emphasize that it's normal and that you're still a good mom, despite the fact that you are dealing with these chemical imbalances or whatever they are, Mm -hmm. it's just tremendous. Yeah. So why do you think that you went undiagnosed when, with your first? Well, I'm, I mean, I think there are several reasons why I went undiagnosed. I think one is I was just uneducated. Mm-hmm. One of the things that really irks our organization. Yes. And one of the things that's on our very lofty list of goals. Say it, girl. Is that when you're pregnant, you get everything under the sun about what goes on to your body. You know how your cha- how your body changes, the baby's growing, but you don't get a single thing about what happens or what could happen to your mental health. Yes. You don't even get I'm anything. I'm with you. you I was pregnant get... in 2017. Yeah. Yeah. You don't get anything. You don't get anything. You don't even get like a little pamphlet. You might get a talking about it before you are discharged from the hospital. Mm-hmm. But before that, you don't really they don't provide you any information. And you get that that bag when you find out you're pregnant and you yes. go to the OBGYN and there's nothing in there. And so I think I was just uninformed. I had my idea of postpartum depression was Andrea Yates. Andrea oh my, Yates yes. is the woman who lived in um, Houston who drowned her ah, yes. kids. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we don't ever want to talk about it. Um, but that, first of all, is not postpartum depression. That's psychosis. Yes, and it's a completely different psychosis, thing. Yeah. So I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought that was the face of depression. I thought postpartum depression meant you wanted to harm yourself or your kids. Yes. I didn't know what it was. I didn't right. know. So that there I, are levels to it. It can be right. much more subtle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that was one. I was just uneducated. Two, um, I didn't even get screened. So there's no procedure for screening. You can have, which I it was the case in my case, I had three different children and three different OBs. Okay. Oh, wow. And so each OB had a different screening. The first one, I didn't have a screening. Mm-hmm. The second one, I had a list of like maybe 10 questions. And then my doctor told me it was lack of sleep. And um, with my third... With my third, I did I did get a... Actually, I don't think I got a, a screening with my mm-hmm. third. But, I didn't get a screening. You know, so there, it's, there's no procedure. There's nothing that that like, that like has it's an order like to be. Right. Yeah. So I think the reason I went... I didn't seek help and went completely undiagnosed is just because, one, I didn't think that's what it was. Two, um, you know, I was in that category of women who put so much pressure on myself, I already couldn't breastfeed. So mm-hmm. I was like, "This, I'm a terrible mom. I can't mm-hmm. even breastfeed my, my baby. And then you put all this pressure, and I didn't want to admit I needed help. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to admit that I couldn't do it. Yes. You know? And I think... Well, who wants to admit that, you exactly. know? Exactly. I mean, it's, it's okay to. Right. But I'm with you. It's, yeah, you know? well, yeah, it's almost... it's a You take it personally. <clears throat> Yeah, and, you know, so it's, I think it was just, like, a whole lot of things that, like, kept me from really, one, recognizing that I needed to seek help, um, and two, just, like, seeking help in general, you know? So I think that's mostly why, you know. No, absolutely. Um, Yeah, I mean, I went through the normal, like, kind of up and down uh, peaks and valleys kind of thing like initially mm-hmm. especially with breastfeeding it was such a challenge and I did it for like three months and that was it but it was one of those things that was like there was a time when I struggled with it and de- and yeah almost felt like a failure yeah. and it's like crazy but you have these people and like I said I did my best to read very little you know based on people's opinions whatever I just yeah. didn't need to know it but um you know you can't help like hearing and and uh 
listening to people who are like you know breast is best kind of junk oh i know yeah and it's and it's just you're really not doing anyone any favors by being so dogmatic not you but people who right you know are so dogmatic about it yeah so when did you realize oh shit like i definitely went through a little bout here you know well <clears throat> i honestly didn't until i was diagnosed with my after my second mm -hmm. when i went and looked back and then i sought help at that time and this is the one ob gen that actually screened you i mean it wasn't a big screen right and actually her her screening wasn't even like the uh, her screening had no effect on on it later because i wasn't diagnosed till nine months postpartum by nine months postpartum we were living in san antonio wow i was no longer under her care yeah so she she was the one who i got like the 10 questionnaire screening and then she was like it's like asleep you know so i was like okay well yeah. you know i guess i mean yeah. who isn't and, and sometimes those, <laughs> like that questionnaire ain't that the truth <laughs> the questionnaire though is very misleading and i think they they even give it to you a little bit too early, okay. you know, because, because, you know, you're getting like, maybe you're getting it at maybe like two weeks postpartum. Well, yeah, you're tired. You know, I mean, I know fatigue can be, is, is a, a symptom of depression, mm -hmm. right? But you're a new mom. Yes. You're, I mean, you know, you got a newborn. You, yes. you, you, yeah, you're going to be tired, mm -hmm. you know, but there's other more in-depth questions you can ask in order to derive at these other symptoms, yes. you know, because there's actually, if you look up postpartum depression, right, even if you go to, like, the Mayo Clinic, I feel like everything can, like, really be, like, seen as postpartum depression, but yeah. it's a lot that goes into it, you know, that, that can trigger your postpartum depression. Yes. So, you know, I mean, so, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, not, I mean I'm not going to name names, I'm not going to name that doctor, but she really honestly was useless in that yeah you know in that arena so and that's so surprising to me but i guess i watched this documentary that one documentary that i watched on Netflix, <laughs> and they because i can't help questioning it i'm like these are women they deal with women i mean for the most part they are mm -hmm. women dealing with women yeah they should be like 100 percent aware but it's like these doctors when they get their schooling don't necessarily have much uh, what do you call it? Curriculum on how the mind works right. and that kind of thing. Which is crazy because, it, and that's like the bridge we need to gap because right now what's happening is nobody, the easiest way to put it is everybody's trying to pass the buck. Yeah. You, your, your OB-GYNs are, they're trained to look at your body. Yes. To monitor your body and the baby. Mm -hmm nobody's training like it's something that's triggered by the baby by yes. the act of pregnancy it's oh your hormones God. so i don't understand how nobody's like catching that one common denominator of mm -hmm. hormones and and saying like hey this is a whole package yep this it's is all an all connected. package so why is there no attention to the mom mm -hmm. after she's given birth to the baby okay mm -hmm. but also why isn't there more attention to the mental health portion of it and how these hormones are triggering that, you know, or can trigger, yes, can trigger that, um, during pregnancy, you know, and, and during all that, I mean, it's, your body's going through a lot, you know, and, and another thing you don't realize is you get 40 weeks for your body to prepare for this baby Yes, and your hormones are like building up and building up and building up. And then when you have the baby, it's like a plummet. Uh -huh. So some women can do well and that plummet isn't that bad, but a lot of women can't and it's all right. But see, it's like, why are, aren't the groups of doctors working together? Yes. You know, we, we often think, you know, on the screening wise, okay, well, OB-GYN seems like the obvious way to go, mm -hmm. but their postpartum care ends at like six or eight weeks. Yep. You know, and then, yep. you know, even if you approach your OB/GYN, they tell you to go to your PCP. Well, mm -hmm. then your primary care physician says go find a counselor. And mm -hmm. and then we thought, well, how about pediatricians? Pediatricians see babies. Like if you when you think about it, you take your newborn right after you get out of the hospital. Mm -hmm. They see you then, and then you got to take them two weeks. They see you then. Mm -hmm. Then you got, what, like a month or something? Yeah. You see them then. After that, it's another month, and after that, it's every three months. Mm -hmm. your, pe your kid's pediatrician is seeing the mom. Yes. 
you know, but then the wow, mom is right. not, but then the mom is not the patient. Yes. The child is the patient. Yes. So then it's like, what do, where can we, where can we come together and, and, and find a way to, to at least get a common screening protocol, you know? And so that's actually one of the things that we want to work on for the next legislative session. Yes, it's so, such a great idea, and I think yeah. it'll warrant so much support. Well, you know, there's a group in California that I'm, I'm trying to kind of follow suit. Yes. Um, there's a group called 2020 Mom that's yeah. out of California. Joy Burkhart is the um, executive director, and she is spearheading some amazing things. They, in 2018, passed five bills. Wow. Regarding maternal mental health. Wow. And two of those were pinpointing screenings. And it's just amazing. And I think to myself, if California can do this, surely we can do this in Texas. Yes. So, you know, that's one of those goals that it's not going to happen overnight. Of course. I but we know. have people like you working on it. <laughs> well, you know? I'm going to start working on it. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, it starts with an idea, you yeah. know? I mean, then you have to figure out how to execute it. But, yeah. you know, following in the footsteps of women like this joy yes. in California, I mean, yeah. it, it can only be beneficial. And so something else, I, I'm, I'm pretty, like I said, I'm totally referencing this Netflix documentary, but I, it was like a data dump. <laughs> but I want to say that they brought up also that your insurance, you know, for a working mom or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or not even, but just, you know, you're on, you're on your husband's insurance, say. It'll cover your OBGYN visits and all that kind of thing. Because mm-hmm. that's expected. Right. But that maybe they should expand to some sort of psycho- psychologist or psychiatrist right. or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, to be inclusive in the, I'm being becoming a mom package or I'm yes. becoming parents package. Yes. And so, yeah, like you said, like, why can't these doctors talk to each other and just... Right. And just like, I mean, that's what we don't know. You know, we, the only thing we can do is begin, um, you know, making these connections with some of the professionals in our area. Mm -hmm. Now that we have this goal, um, for Texas legislation, we're going to start reaching out to professionals across the state. You know, one of the things that was my goal this year was to make it to more maternal mental health conferences. Um, there's actually one coming up this in a few days that's happening in Austin. I wasn't able to go, but um, they help hold theirs every year. The um, Department of Social Work workers, like uh, at the UT Austin, um, is are the ones that are like you know uh, holding it, yeah. you know, up there. And that would have been a wonderful conference to go to, but I wasn't able to go. Mm-hmm. Um, PSI is Postpartum Support International. Okay, they um, have their conference every year. This, in 2018, it was in Houston, but this year it's in Oregon. Okay. Um, and so I'm trying to raise enough funds. Yes. Do you have like a GoFundMe or something? Well, we, you know, we're a 501c3. Okay. So um, we are actually using PayPal and Facebook. Facebook um, works amazingly with mm-hmm. um, with nonprofits. The only, the only drawback about Facebook is that it takes a little while for you to get them a little longer, but they don't take out any fees. Wow. Okay. And, um, oh, that's amazing. I didn't know that. So we have like a donate button on the, on our page and that goes directly through Facebook. We What's your sign, page called? Uh, well, it's called the Corpus Christi Maternal Mental Health Coalition, but when in doubt, you can always abbreviate. I use our abbreviation for everything, yeah. which is just CCMMHC. Even yeah. our website is ccmmhc.org yeah. so um but that's our facebook page and you can you know if you go to our, our website it's connected so you can go for, you can find it from there um but the psi conference is the one i would like to go to and that's when in june okay it's in june mom congress is is actually happening in may i would i thought that would be amazing but i'm not gonna i'm not gonna i might get to go to that one but that's a group of moms that are that's again led by Joy Burkhardt. Very nice from from this California. She um, and a bunch of women from across the United States are going to Washington, um, and I know that they are working 
together for, for some federal legislation. Um, but this is just, a, you know, moms and, and other women who are doing like what I'm doing, yes. just in other states and other areas, all getting together and I going, feel like you should be there. <laughs> I, I would know love it's not to. up to me, but if it were, like, I feel like you should definitely be there. I, I would love to. That, that one is, I think that one's like May 9th, so it's like the weekend after or the week after maternal mental health awareness week so mm -hmm. a bunch of ladies you know are getting together and going to washington so that one would be great but the whole point of these conferences is not only do would i get to network with other other you know professionals yes. you know in that area and other women like me who are doing trying to make a difference but um, with their panels, I would get to learn more. I would get to, you know, yes. um, definitely um, find out what other areas are doing or what other people are doing, you know, um, ideas that they, you know, a panel may Absolutely. have. Absolutely. I mean, you're, so, you're amongst peers because exactly. you were saying, I mean, I'm sure you have some help, but for the most part, it's just you. It's just myself. I mean, I, I do have a board yes. of, of wonderful ladies and actually my husband also. Oh, that's great. <laughs> um, and, and, and they help locally when they can um especially when it comes to like events that we're having um and things like that and they're great and they're wonderful but everybody has their own jobs of and course their own. so this is like literally primarily what i do so it is kind of stressful in that the day-to-day -day is totally and 100 percent me yes but my board is always there mm -hmm. for bouncing off ideas and helping plan, like like I said, events and things like that. So okay, but I mean, ultimately, like you're shouldering it. Ultimately, ultimately, it's a one woman yeah, show. Yeah, this is your baby. Yeah. And so that's my thing is like we need to get you donations. We need to get you like funding. So why why are y'all currently not funded? How does that work? Well, so um, I have I I I I get emails from the state um, that when things become available, when, fun, you know, different funding comes available. Some of it's private, you know, privately funded. Some of it is public funds that, you know, are state-run agencies and things like that. Mm -hmm. So the problem is that there aren't a lot of grants in this specialty. Right. So there... We're talking just state level, right? Or could you... Are, are you... Uh, could you potentially get federal funding I could potentially get federal funding but what we're what I'm trying to do right now is build up our 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 professional connections like people in the field of um, you know psychology you know psychology or or uh, really LPCs are, are where it's at our, our counselors are really the ones who are seeing these patients yes. you know we do want to confer with OBGYNs but I have been making some wonderful wonderful connections with um counselors who are just on the doing the groundwork who mm -hmm. are doing the the work and working with these with these ladies you know um I, I can't tell you how many times i've gotten phone calls not just from women but from their from husbands too i've gotten wow. phone calls you know the website has you know i don't have an office mm -hmm. so the number that's on there is my cell phone number wow <laughs> you know and um which i don't mind i wouldn't have put it out there if, I, if I minded but you know, I've gotten phone calls from husbands. I've gotten phone calls from ladies who, who have no other place to turn. They are in such a state where, you know, they have called, you know, certain groups like counseling groups and counseling centers. But there's a wait. There's a wait. Oh my list. god! Yes, in. I've heard about this. I mean, <clears throat> yeah, you you can see so and so, but it's going to mm -hmm. be four weeks. Right. Yeah. And you know, they they say I don't think. I can go that long. I don't think I can go that long. So, um, luckily, we have a, a group. Of, we have a list of resources where I can at least one of them. Yes. Will be able to see them. Oh my god! Much sooner, that is so you know? great. So these are the things that kind of that kind of drive me. And so, again, there's always like this. I, if you get this big state and federal funding, then you are tied to what they the parameters that they set out yes. in those grants. Um, not that I wouldn't love it, but I think for now, one of the things I want to try to do is keep it like on a private funding level. So yeah. I'm really trying to find, um, when I get those emails, when I see those grants that open up, I, I try to look more at the private sector. Mm -hmm. Um, it would give us a little bit more freedom, Yes, you know, and, 
Um, you know, I mean, it's really, it's tough because there are, we're starting to get more pro professionals in the fields that, that, that pertain to our cause, mm -hmm. um, who are willing to work with us, who are willing outside literally for free. Oh my God. You know? And yes. I'm like, this is amazing. No, these people are like earth angels. You know? That and is fantastic. this is really what, what we need is we need, you know, um, but we recognize that not every not everybody has the time. Not everybody, you know, can do that. But luckily, we're starting to meet, you know, professionals who are, you know, willing to doing, work with us. Yeah. yeah. Well, I kind of also like that you're starting off having to be very self-sufficient. Yeah. You know? I mean, <laughs> that says something. Like, you want to make this happen. And you really yeah. want it to be beneficial, you know. Well, to... I will tell you, it, it, it helps me stretch the dollar. That's for sure. I can appreciate how much. And so, like, when I make pushes for... For donations, like I have, like the last couple of weeks, when I say I appreciate every dollar, mm -hmm. I do because I could literally stretch whatever money that we have and make whatever I I need to happen happen. If yes. there's an immediate need at that time, then I'm like, okay, how can I do this? You know, I you have no idea how many Vistaprint emails I get, and then I wait. Okay, I know it's gonna go on sale for fifty percent yes, off. Yes. I'm gonna wait for that email. You know, <laughs> and then if I have to run out of brochures for just a little bit, I think I can do it. You mm -hmm. know, type thing. So, you know, we we do learn the value and of you know the fund that the funding that we do get because not only is it very little right now, which is fine we're yes. we're a baby organization yes um but we recognize that we are like operating off the help of the community yes you know and sometimes I mean, you're here to help the community it's literally like, <laughs> like a circle right yeah. but but even as somebody who sometimes wants to help and can't mm -hmm. you know I'm, i recognize that i'm like i know there are people who would love to help right now if they can but maybe they can't maybe they have to wait and it's fine you know but you know again, i mean y'all are always open to taking true donations. true there's not a window yes. we will accept donations at any time mm -hmm. you know regardless of whether we're, you know, raising money for a particular event or a particular thing. We, we're a nonprofit. So regardless of whether you can meet that deadline or not, you can always donate, you know, even if it's outside that kind of window. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, to me, pe people need to know, you know, <laughs> how to do that because yeah. you guys are important. Like, <laughs> Thank I, you. Like, we need you here and we're thankful that you are here. Thank you. Okay. So tell me about mental, maternal mental health awareness week. Cause that's yes. coming up in a couple of weeks. Yes. It's yeah. a few weeks away. Um, it's usually the beginning of the first week of May. So mm -hmm. this year it's, it's kind of half and half because of the way the calendar is working. So it's actually running from April 28th through May 4th. Mm -hmm. Um, what that is, it's, um, it's a big, uh, it's really a awareness event across the nation. And it's really a huge social media campaign mm -hmm. where, uh, we did partner with 2020 mom. Uh, we partnered last year. We partnered again this year. You can actually go 2020 mom is a huge organization. I'm probably, you'll, you'll hear them all the time when I speak about this yes. because not only, I think I've seen them just in, in like posts that you've made. Yes. There's like a collab kind of thing. Going yes. On. And so not only are they really doing great things that we want to model some of what we do after our, someone who's already doing such a great job, you know, but they, they have their organization. They have a little offshoot organization called the Blue Dot Project. Okay. Blue Dot Project, that's their awareness project. Mm -hmm. They, through the Blue Dot Project, they do the social media campaign. So if you partner with them, um, you, they give you tools for that, you know, for that week, like graphic, infographics, a bunch of stuff you can use throughout the week. And, um, and it's great. They also come up with, hashtags so last oh, year perfect. last year it was uh real motherhood and no shame those okay. were two hashtags i used last year this year our hashtag is uh making over motherhood yes that okay yes, yes. i'm glad you brought that up so um so as it gets closer we'll get like a social media like tool package and through the week we just literally raise awareness mm -hmm. so every day we'll post different things I expand upon it so and I, I started even last year which was our first year participating in it but one of the things 
I strive when I when we participate in awareness is making it local. Yes. Making it somebody you pass on the street. Sometimes when you when you think about these types of issues or these types of causes, it, it doesn't really you can't really feel the full impact mm -hmm. because it feels almost like it's happening everywhere else exactly. except here. Exactly. So last year, it was sort of a last minute idea, but I did a call for women who would be comfortable to, enough to share their own story. Yes. Their own journey. So we got five amazing women last year. We did a little photo shoot, like literally the Friday before the week. And, no, that's uh, perfect. It's such a good idea. And then through the week, since I had five ladies, once a day... Um, I posted their story. They would write it, of course, and then send it to me, and I would post it on our blog and feature it on our website mm -hmm. and on our social media. And um, and then on at our awareness event, I actually had the photos printed and hanging up around our event. Yes. And the ladies who participated were there, and it was amazing. It was awesome. That is great. So this year... We're doing the same thing. We have the same photographer, Carrie Garcia. She's awesome. Um, and donating her time and skill. Yes, I love know? that. And uh, we, Is it five new ladies? It's actually seven new ladies. Wow. <laughs> and, I, and actually, since we got seven, I thought, well, maybe I can, if I can find three more ladies, we can do two. We can feature, we'll be able to feature two women a day. Mm -hmm. And I thought that would be great too. So yeah. I'm kind of maxing it out at 10. Okay, so you um, still need three. We're, yeah, we're still looking, if we can get about three more ladies, okay. that would be great. But um, we have so we have new faces this year. And um, we actually got some space donated for us to do the photo shoot. And, um, and so, at, you know, that week we'll be able to feature some local moms with stories of their own to share with, with everybody. That is, yes, and I 100% <laughs> love your approach to this because, like you said, it's easy to feel as though this is an issue removed mm -hmm. from your community. Yeah. So when you're actually getting mothers from your community telling you this, because mm -hmm. honestly, I think you're the only person who I've ever talked to about having postpartum. Yeah. I don't think any moms I know have shared that with me. Yeah. And I want, and I'm, I mean, we, you know, I want to, would like to think that the women that I have relationships with mm -hmm. would be open about it, but I haven't heard anything. Well, so. I mean, I think it's one of those things that still to this day, even though we're living in 2019, that still, there is a stigma. And yes. I think that's, I don't think that pertains to just maternal mental health. I think that pertains to mental health in Absolutely, general. Absolutely, yes. So we have, we're battling the stigma. We're battling the taboo. We're, we're still battling a bunch of stuff. But, you know, one of the thing, one of the other things, and I, I use a bunch of hashtags when I post on Instagram, but I always love using time to talk mm -hmm. because it is time to talk about it. Because, yes. you know, we have statistics and one of the things that goes along with our big, big lofty goal we're just talking about and, and hitting up Texas legislature is data collecting, you know? And the thing about it is, is we have these statistics, but even those are probably not accurate mm -hmm. because a lot of ladies, one, aren't talking about it yes. and two, are not seeking help and much less getting that diagnosis. Yep. So we don't really have a bunch to go on, but if we can try to chip away at that stigma a little at a time, we might get more ladies who talk about it. We yes. might get more ladies who will seek help. We might get more ladies who will get diagnosed. Yes. And we really just want, we, that, that, that's all encompassing. So, you know, you kind of got to start somewhere. And sometimes I think, oh, I don't really do that much. We have a support group. But when I talk about it, it's like we really are. Yes, you're kind I of, want you to realize that. <laughs> you're kind yeah. of doing a lot at the same time, even when you're doing just little things. You know, every day I try to post on our social media. There are different um you know, different uh, accounts that I follow that are mental health. Yeah, I saw related. the one that you, I think it was today with that, ooh, Hilaria Baldwin. Oh, that was that was actually a couple of days ago. Okay. But yeah, I mean, that's another thing. You know, we, where maternal mental health encompasses a lot of stuff. And sometimes yes. I wish I had, I could clone myself into 500 different ladies. Um, and so I could do all the things I want to do. But 
you know, one of the things, uh, so right now we have our perinatal support group. One of the other support groups we're actually working on <clears throat> is our um, pregnancy and infant loss, which covers wow, like yes, miscarriages. Very important. Yes. And, but that, that's also because even though we don't have that group up, up and running yet, that's still very much encompassing of maternal mental health. Yes. And so whenever, you know, we kind of forget about that, you mm -hmm. know? Yeah, you know, one of the things is definitely one of those things that nobody wants no, to think about, or and nobody or wants talk to talk about. about. Yes, you know because when you find <coughs> out, when you me. find out you're pregnant, you really want to share this news with everybody. But then when it doesn't follow through, when it results in a miscarriage, when something happens, you are experiencing a loss that you should feel comfortable talking about. Yes, but that's also a, a, a topic we don't want to push. Yes, you know. But what you want we people want, to know that you have it you know if you need it right it's, it's there see yes. and so you know and but that is another area where a lot of women don't talk about it you mm -hmm. know and i don't think it's really i mean i think some of it might be shame yeah a little bit of course, you know yes um and, and maybe, i think it's trauma yeah, I mean, right you, you know, know there's trauma there's there's a lot of things that that can keep you from talking about it but like you said once we do have that group up and running it'll really just be a group that's like there if you need it yes it's there if you yes. want to come and talk about it especially one of the things i love about our support group is we don't require a diagnosis oh that's huge so, so you don't have to prove right you don't have to prove that that you have it you don't have to even have seen a doctor if because our support groups are peer facilitated because we don't have a professional there at our support groups, it's really a big old venting session. Yes. That's what I like to refer to it as. So you're really gonna be in a room, in a quiet room, with other ladies who, you know, are feeling probably the same as you are. Yep. You know? And so regardless of whether, you know, you're at our perinatal support group or once we get the pregnancy and infant loss you're going to be amongst women who are categorically in, you know, kind of that same boat. Yes. You know, no, that's huge. So, it, you know, that's another, another thing I love about it, you know, is that because, because we don't require diagnosis, it's, it's really free, mm -hmm. you know, and that's one of the things we like to emphasize is that it's a judgment free safe zone, Yes. you know, to talk, talk about what you're feeling. Actually, our April support group is tomorrow. <laughs> okay, I was wondering about that. Is, are they monthly? How do people find out about them and get involved? All that. So right now they're only once a month. I'm trying to see if we might be able to expand that into twice a month for mm -hmm. our perinatal support group. But for now it's once a month. It's the second Tuesday of the month at 530 at All Saints Episcopal Church on South Staples. Okay. Um, the information... I'm sorry, excuse me. I know, I'm doing the same. The information is um, on our website. We have our events. We have like a tab of like local events and our uh, all of our meetings for the rest of the year are, are on there. Oh, perfect. Pre-planned, location, mm -hmm. time, everything. And uh, also on Facebook, we mm -hmm. have an event. We have events uh, already posted for through the end of the year. Okay. So um, you can always, I, I, I'm telling you, I update both the website and the Facebook religiously. I update it as soon as anything changes, as soon as anything comes up. Also Instagram. Yes. So I always announce across platforms. But um, one of the things that we're starting, which I'm actually very excited about, um, is at our support group meetings, we're going to start making available, if they would like to take them, small composition journals for journaling oh my gosh what an excellent idea yeah so you know we because our support group is only once a month we wanted to be able to offer something that they can do between Meanwhile. support groups yes that's you know? such a good idea mm -hmm. so wow. <laughs> i'm yeah. like yes it is it, no it's an excellent idea because it's not like and don't get me wrong i mean you know things have to start out a certain kind of way but it's mm -hmm. not like oh we're meeting a month see ya don't you know i don't yeah. know if you're gonna keep up with it whatever whatever there's not really a system in place mm -hmm. see you in a month right but now you're sort of like you know gently suggesting yeah like that it, they do this and we'll make them available there we always have like every meeting that you know every month at our meeting i have a copy of our local resources printed if they want to take it with them 
Um, and so next to them will be, you know, our little mini composition books. And if they want to take one, they can. They're free. Yeah. You know, everything, and I want to reiterate that, everything we do will always be free. There's, you know, no reason. And I, and I get this question a lot, which is fine. You know, mm. women are like, well, what does it cost? Does yes. it cost anything? And I don't care what I have to do. I don't care if I have to go sell my body on Leopard Street. <laughs> <laughs> okay, girl, it ain't going to go there. <laughs> I will always keep our services free of charge and that's why like any event that we have is free our support group is free because we want to be able to serve any demographic and we yes. recognize these are hard times finance for everybody these are hard times and already it's hard to find a counseling group it's hard to find a counselor that is affordable yes. you know um and when we do find um counseling groups that either are free or we shoot that on our local resources mm -hmm. because um, we want women to know that that's there. Yes. Um, because I guarantee you they don't. Yes, it exactly. It needs to be in like a consolidated, like what you're doing. Yes. And yes. so, you know, we want to make sure that, you know, that when you come to our support group, it's free. Anything that we offer is free. So our paper with our resources, free. Our new journaling, you know, composition books, completely free, you know, and we we do that because it's already hard it's yeah. already hard you yeah. know and we may not be funded but we can certainly do what we can i mean that's the other thing that's why i'm like you truly are an incredible human being <laughs> because you're a non-profit uh -huh. relying solely on donation because mm -hmm. you haven't gotten the funding yet mm -hmm. the consistent funding right and then you're providing everything for free yeah and not only that but you started a little side business yeah, okay, so... <laughs> yeah. No, people need to know. I mean, you did this it specifically to support True, this. true. And actually, I just I just brought it up. I, I'm, I had been doing really great doing these weekly updates going on Facebook Live on the Coalition, and then I kind of got away from it at the end of last year, and I started doing it again in the last, like, couple of weeks. And I went live yesterday, and I was like, and by the way, so, like, a month ago... When my, my husband and I started this side little business where we just kind of do pop-up vendoring events, um, like Art Walk. We were there mm -hmm. in March, and then we were just there last Friday. We'll be there in May. Um, called The Crafty Lizard. <laughs> so it was it, essentially it was meant to just be like a way to try to sustain the coalition um, a little bit and yes. keep it afloat yes. financially. Um Without relying a hundred percent on donations. Yes. So, um, you know, right now are just we like we make coasters. <laughs> we make these like ceramic tile coasters, and and they're fun. Everybody loves them. We yeah. kind of did this like millennial loteria line. People love it. Yes. You know our like little Corpus Christi line, which has like a bunch of Waterburger stuff and Selena and stuff, and and it's just kind of been a hit and. Not a lot of people know that. So we actually don't advertise that. So mm -hmm. like when we do art walk and stuff, we don't, which now I'm kind of thinking maybe we should. Yes. Um, I mean, pretty much all proceeds are going to. <laughs> to the, the nonprofit. Yes. So so we started that. Um, we actually, our very first vendoring event was March Art Walk. Mm -hmm. um, and and we've, we've been pretty busy. You know, you don't realize it, but there's a lot of pop-up vendoring a events. A lot. That are available in Corpus. I love it. Yeah. So we've been trying to we've been trying to keep busy by doing that, and of course, um, the overhead is actually really low, which mm -hmm. helps us because that means that more we get to keep and put into the coalition. Exactly. You know, and you wouldn't think. I mean, we we are not. We don't even have an office. Yeah. I would love to have enough to have like a little office. But we don't right yes. now. You will. Um, we will. We yeah. will. Um, but we we still have you know like our website to maintain every month. Um, when we need brochures, when we need rat cards, because there are so many community partners that we that um, organizations that take our information and distribute it amongst yes. their their um you know their community members that go to them that we often run out of brochures and rat cards fairly quickly, and that's just going to our community partners. We 
don't have enough to actually take to doctors' offices because wow. we're giving them. And and either way, we're reaching people. Yes. But I would love to be able to have enough to give to yes. our community partners, like and, stockpiled, right? And yeah, be able to them. take to to doctors' offices. Um, so it's just you know, it's just little things like that. That um, and you never know when you're gonna run out of them. Yeah. So um, so that's just one of the reasons why we we thought we thought of starting yes. the crafty I mean, wizard <laughs> you, you guys are really very driven and ambitious and you know what you want and you go for it yeah and so your next big event your big awareness event mm -hmm. is the week of the maternal mental health awareness yes and that is what is that that's at house of rock it's at house of rock so um so let going back like you said to maternal mental health awareness week um we have the event going on at house of rock on wednesday may 1st it's a free event. It's free, people. It's free. It's from six to nine. Um, we already have two amazing guest speakers lined up: Dr. Adriana Dierich and uh, Lisa Weisner, who is very well known in our community. Mm -hmm. And then Dr. Dierich is actually one of our resources that we love because she is an LPC with her doctorate degree. Wow! And she has a focus in maternal mental health. And she's here local? She's here. Wow. Actually, half of the week she works here and half she works in San Antonio. Okay. Um, but also under her belt, her and her a partner of hers, another physician um, out of San Antonio, they developed an app called Vita Mom. And that is a screening tool. Wow. It's an app. You can actually download it from... I think as of right now, though, they only had enough funding to put it on one platform. So Got you it. can only get it if you have an iPhone. Okay. Um, but they're working very hard on getting funding enough to yeah, get expand. it across, across Yeah, platform. I have no doubt that that's going to happen. And but, so at this event, people are yes. gonna, you're going to be able to fundraise there. We can fundraise there. We'll all, whatever event we do, we all there's always an opportunity to donate. You can always donate. But um, the whole point of the mixer itself... Is one that it's a mixer. Yes. It, it's to have some fun while raising awareness. I mean, it's called Who's Your Mama? Mm -hmm. You know, we want to have fun with it. We've yes. been, you know, if you um, if you ever, like, look at our sponsorship packet, our sponsorship levels are actually different television and movie moms. Mm -hmm. You know, like uh, Lily Potter, you know, from Harry <gasps> Potter. And, yes. and, like, Lucille Ball, you know. And so we, we, we decided the subject matter is so heavy. You know, we wanted to have a night where it was fun. Yes. And so our guest speakers will have, we're going to have food. That's, you know, uh, Casey is going to be doing like pizza and like pizza rolls, I think. And then I think he's going to come up with a fun little drink you can buy. Yes. You know, it won't be free, but yeah, a little custom you, it'll a little custom. And then we're going to have a selfie station where you can take pictures and have fun. I think you can even make gifts with it. Everybody loves a gift. Yes, Everyone loves a gift. they sure do. So um, we're just going to have like a lot. And we're also going to be screening um, a movie called Tully. I've heard um, of it. It's with Charlize yes. Theron. And it is about postpartum depression. I don't think I know that. <laughs> it is. It is. Okay. And it's, it's a, I mean, I remember, I actually just saw it for the first time about a month or two ago. And I remember I sat there when it was done, when it was done. I think, I don't know what happened. I think my, just my, like, I just kind of froze the yeah. whole movie. And then when it was done, I just cried. Oh my God. Because I was like, why is the, why did I just watch myself mm -hmm. on, during this movie? Mm -hmm. And it's that the most, I feel like it's the best representation in a film that, really impacted me because it was the entire film. I need to watch it now. The first movie that I saw that I really saw myself in for the first time was uh, What to Expect When You're Expecting. Okay. Have you ever seen that? Definitely did not watch that. Well, I, I was <laughs> I told you I vetoed like all external I know. information. But honestly, that movie, I was like, I don't really want to watch it. It seemed too mainstream. But then they were showing it on like Freeform or something, yeah. so I thought I'd watch it. And Elizabeth Banks's character mm -hmm. is was totally me. I had never seen pregnancy shown like that because mm. I don't know about you, but pregnancy doesn't sit well with me. I am a hot mess. I'm sweaty. I am 
Oh, like, yeah, just sleep it's horrible. Yes. yes, I mean, I have the morning sickness. I didn't have a glow. I was crying because I didn't have a glow. I It just was not a pretty picture. Yeah. Any one of my pregnancies. So when I saw that, I thought, oh, my God, like, there's a glimpse of my pregnancy for yes. anybody who wants to know. But when I saw Tully, <laughs> <laughs> when I saw Tully, it was more powerful to me because I felt that encompassed my postpartum yes I journey. have to watch it it really I is to. I mean and and at first you I will tell you at first you won't realize that but by the end of the movie you totally will yeah. and it's it's amazing and you don't have to sit there and watch it during the event it's just gonna kind of be playing yeah um, after our guest speakers are done uh, you know done speaking and at which I'm really excited to hear from both of them I, um, I love that they're working mothers and they're they're both ha having such a huge impact in our community. Yes. You know, so it's just a, a night to be fun. The entire week is going to be filled with information at our event. We didn't want to have too many vendors. Like, we didn't want it to be, like, because our climb out of the darkness, which is later on in the year, will be an event where we're going to have a ton of community Ooh, partners, awesome. a ton of information. And so this event, I was like, I don't want to inundate it with too many, you know, uh, too much of that. Yes. We're going to have that later in the year. But I did invite, you know, four different organizations to come and have and set up there. Yeah. And um, so we'll have Women's and Mental Services. We'll have Project Hug from Kosovo and Wellness Foundation. Um, we'll have Corpus Christi Nurse Midwife. Okay. And New Birth, no, I'm sorry, New Beginnings Birth Services will be there as well. And... Stitch Ministries, which is uh, one of our um, free counseling resources. Oh my gosh, yes. People need to know about them, for sure. <laughs> um, they are faith-based, but um, they're free. Um, they will take a donation for their services, but it's not required. Mm -hmm. So they will have some information there as well. But the point, like I said, of the night is to come, have fun, hang out, meet other ladies. Yes. And not, you know under different circumstances than like our support group you know where it can be intense mm -hmm. you know this absolutely is, this is a, a an event to kind of get relaxed and have fun and and, every, and everything and at this event we'll also have our mothers um that are sharing their stories uh up on their portraits up on the wall yeah i mean this is going to be a tremendous event and yeah. this is may 1st may 1st at house of rock from 6 to 9 p.m that's perfect mm -hmm. yeah and then, i would like to make it and i hope i can i i hope so too the week before we're going to be at the city hall getting a mayoral proclamation for um maternal announcing maternal mental health oh awareness my gosh week. yes so we'll be down there at 11.15 at City Hall. That's kind of during the work day. Yes. So, but um, we are encouraging anybody who wants to come out and support us. Um, usually after we receive the proclamation, we hold up our banner. We can take a pic, like a group picture with the city council members. Yes. So if anybody wants to come down and participate in that, we welcome anybody. That is amazing. <laughs> and just, I just, Liz, I want you to know, I have so much respect for you and your cause and you are like such a gift to our community and to all moms and, and um, their families and just, I thank, thank you. you so much for doing what you're doing and coming in here and talking to me about it and just being such an instrumental, helpful person in Corpus. So thank, thank you. you so much. Thank you for having me. Any opportunity I can to talk about our cause, I will... I can talk about it all day, but it's a wonderful cause. At the end of the day, we just want to help women and mothers in our community. Thank you. <laughs>